Hello and welcome to another very special episode of Weekly MTG, the only show that is made by Wizards of the Coast to talk about all things Magic the Gathering. Uh, today, as I said, we have a very special show and it's special because we have on the show all of the people who are responsible for telling you all the things about magic. So today we're meeting our communications and community management team. Uh, that's why you don't see Steve here because we have too many people on the show. And so Steve bowed out today. I'm going to handle the news. I'm going to handle talking to everybody. Uh, we miss you, Steve. You're here in spirit and in a mug. Um, so before we get to meeting our communications and community team, let's do some news and I'll try to do justice Steve's style. We've got three bits of news today that we are going to talk about. Uh, the first is that we released three more cards from the Black is Magic secret layer, including Cultivate, which you see on the screen here. Next up, Kaya, Ghost Assassin. Really cool art there. And then Teferi, Dad of Dominaria, with uh, a heart with uh, heartwarming art that has turned the minds of previous Teferi naysayers. Not that I was ever one of them. Love Teferi. Love this art. Gonna pick this one up. Uh, we are revealing two more cards from Black is Magic Next Tuesday, the final two, they are fantastic as well as the rest of the set has been. Uh, so look for that. And also, if you are noticing on the side, uh, there's some quotes from Sydney Adams, uh, one of the de designers for Black is Magic. She tells some fantastic personal stories about choosing these cards and, and, and the art style and, and everything associated with these. Uh, if you head to dailymtg.com and check out the announcement for Black is Magic, uh, you'll find these stories. They are fantastic. Uh, next up, speaking of secret layers, we also announced this week the Smitten Super Drop which is our drop of five. First, we have a fairy drop. Very, very, very ran. Uh, then we've got some very metal lands with a very long title. Those are fantastic. Uh, then we've got one of two Kaldheim-focused Titan drops, and we're gonna talk a little bit more about that one and this particular one in a second. And then the second Titan drop is black and red. And then finally, we have the Valentine's Day 2021 drop full of powerful and popular white and red cards, goblins with some of the most adorable art we have ever put on magic cards. And those go on sale, I believe, starting tomorrow. Then, finally, uh, as part of that Smitten Super Drop and as part of talking about the Euro Drop, we announced that there would be a BNR announcement coming up and that uh, Euro, Titan of Nature's Wrath, was going to be on that announcement. Uh, in that uh, bit of text that we put out yesterday with the drop, we announced that we are for sure banning Uro in Pioneer, Modern, and Historic, and that we were continuing to discuss uh, its applications in Legacy. 
So look for that announcement on 2.15. It uh, will have all the timing and everything as well as any additional bans or restrictions in any format possible. Look for that on Monday. And in a bit of personal news, I'm not going to be here on Monday. So I've been talking about the fact that my wife is pregnant with twins. Uh, we're inducing on Monday. So that is when my leave starts. I'm going to be gone for about uh, three-ish months, two and a half, three months, depending on how things go. Steve is going to, of course, be here every week. But joining him are going to be the people that we are about to meet. So... Uh, today is all about communications and our community team. And so this team is new, even if some of the individual faces are not. Uh, every one of these people started working for me last fall, and three of them were hired on full time in that same time frame. So, you know, there's, there's a bit of newness to the team, uh, but they're also going to feel like familiar faces. Uh, so the goal of getting all sell together on this show is, is to work on um, our relationship with you and the information flow back and forth with our fans. Um, when uh, we finalized the team and we were all hired and, and in the building, which is not really a thing anymore, but you get the idea, um, we kind of got together and we talked about what we wanted to be and what we wanted to accomplish in 2021 and beyond. And we realized that we really stand as the bridge between Wizards of the Coast uh, the people who make magic, and then you, the fans. And we translate your feedback to them. We try to communicate their decisions to you. And we don't always find the right balance, but in 2021, our big goal is to get there, to improve that communications flow back and forth, and to keep you informed as best as we can. Uh, to that end, today, we are going to meet all the people who are going to make all those things happen. Uh, every week you see Steve and myself here, but the ones who do a lot of the heavy lifting in the background um, are the folks who we are about to meet and talk to and learn about. Um, so you're going to get to know them a little bit better. We'll talk more about some of the ideas that we're working on for 2021 and beyond. Uh, and we're all just going to chat. So if you guys have questions, put them in chat. We will try to get to what we can. Uh, but with that, let's bring on our community managers. Hi, everyone. Thanks for joining. So um, we're gonna we're gonna just start out. There's there's five of you, and we have a bunch of different ways that we talk to the community, different things that we talk about, and you don't all talk about all the things. So why don't we start out uh, just, why don't you say a little bit about where you interact with fans when they see a corporate account, which ones are you all behind? Uh, what areas do you focus on that sort of thing? So let's start with Athena and we'll, we'll go clockwise right around. So um, I'm one of the tabletop community managers, um, but I would say my specialty is esports and competitive play and organized play. So whenever you see memes on the Magic Esports account, that's me. Um, I also, <laughs> I'm a little controversial, I will say. Um, you might also find me on Reddit under the um, Magic Esports handle there as well. Um, but then we also chip in and help out. So sometimes I'll be posting stuff on the uh, main channels, Wizards Magic, Instagram, et cetera. All right, Brandon. Hey, I'm Brandon. I uh, work specifically for uh, digital games. So in terms of, I guess, corporate accounts, uh, I would be working mostly on the MTG Arena account. So if you see me uh, responding to people there, that's most likely me. 
Yeah. All right, Stibbs, you're you're kind of the odd duck because I called everyone community managers. You're you're not a community manager to be clear, but you do a lot of work um, getting words out to the fans. So so talk a little bit about your role. Yeah, so I guess I'm kind of a facilitator. So when you see Wizards of the Coast as a byline on Magic.gg with esports content on Daily MTG with like cool product information and other details about, you know, things that are coming out soon. That's what I'm helping make happen. Uh, so sometimes I write some things. Sometimes I communicate and get stuff from other people that need to be shared. But all of that kind of collation and uh, bundling of what we get out on those websites uh, through those channels is what I get to work on. Yeah. And Stibbs is technically new. He's one of the people I mentioned that we hired last fall, but uh, he was a contractor for a year before that. And of course, he's been around Magic content forever. Um, he and I had have to do some some math to figure out who's been doing it longer, but it's it's pretty close to even. Uh, so you know Stibbs, but technically he's he's new to Wizards of the Coast, even if he's not new in our hearts. All right, Beeler. Hey, that's me. Uh, so I've done a little bit of everything in the past, uh, but these days I'm mostly involved with tabletop communications and uh, tabletop play. So if you see different messages coming from the uh, the main Wizards Magic accounts on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, uh, a lot of those are done by me. Uh, lots of different accounts sort of have their, or people in the building have their hands on those accounts, but I do a lot of that stuff, especially things like daily MPG updates, posts about Magic Story, that kind of good stuff. Um, and I am also uh, one of the people behind the Watsi community team account on Reddit. So you've probably seen something that I've done before. <laughs> <laughs> Megan. Hopefully you can hear me because I bumped we my can. mic. Yeah, you're good. <sighs> Okay, hi, uh, I'm Megan. I am the community ma manager for Magic Digital, namely Magic the Gathering Arena. Currently, uh, I'm a somewhat more familiar face because I was literally on the show last week, so y'all know me. Uh, as for where you can find me all other times, I, I tend to be more of the, the wizard behind the curtain. I work closely with Athena and Brandon and Peeler and with Stibbs when, when it comes to anything and everything related to Magic the Gathering Arena. So I'm like, Sometimes I'm MTG Arena admin when it comes to posting patch notes or, or scheduling maintenance, or sometimes I'm Wizards of the Coast when I'm putting together the mobile FAQ. Uh, and I'm, I'm really looking forward to working with Brandon more so we can get more of that like actual one-to-one like, -one, uh, engagement and interaction with our players, uh, because otherwise I'm like, all right, here's information. That's exactly how most of our meetings with Megan go. Here's information. No. It's been dropped. It's been dropped. <laughs> Do with it what you will. Um, so one of our big pushes for this year is to, like I said, improve our communications. And part of that is we know that it's really hard for you all to talk to Wizards of the Coast and, and feel like you're actually getting an interaction. So we want to make sure that we actually introduce ourselves and you learn a little bit about the people and behind the account. So you know that when there's some fantastic esports meme dropped, it's almost certainly Athena. Whether we said she should do it or not, it is almost certainly <laughs> Athena. Um, but uh, so uh, let, let's uh, let's learn a little bit about everyone here. Uh, let's start with Brandon, because Brandon, you are actually the newest in this group. 
Um, tell us a little bit about, um, first of all, uh, how you became a community manager and then also your journey with magic. When did you start? How did you get into it? Yeah. Okay. So I guess how I started uh, as a community manager, I would say my story started, I'd say about like 10 years ago. Uh, back then I was kind of just making video game tutorial videos on YouTube. And I did that. I was a passion and such. I, I got picked up by a, uh, I guess a channel and they said, Hey, you could totally do this uh, and make more videos if, uh, and we would pay you. And I'm like, this is a job. And I kind of, uh, grew out of that uh eventually started handling their social media eventually i started uh handling bigger brands and such so eventually uh that landed me here so it's it's been a great journey so far in terms of my uh knowledge with um i guess magic and uh wizards in general i've always had like a i think i would say it's a lifelong just like awareness of the brand and the game itself uh me kind of living near a wizard store and a card store itself. I've always entered the store and like seen people playing. Uh, but I think more recently, I've really started to get into the game a, a lot more, uh, learning about the meta, the cards, the history and such. So that's kind of where I'm coming from. Great. Uh, Stibbs, how did you get into magic content? So back when schools were a thing and you could like sit and eat lunch <laughs> with other people, uh, I, I learned magic from my friends in school and, uh, you know, basically I played off and on, uh, for 20 years, I guess. I don't know. I, whenever I say Jish fifth, fifth edition was, um, that's exactly the, uh, when I, I started. That's freaky. Yeah. It's, it's like we're similar in age. It's weird. Um, mm -hmm. so the, the really, <laughs> the, the short version is, is I've had a lot of cool opportunities to work on a lot of magic stuff over the years. So. You know, there used to be websites all over the place where you could do magic content, and I kind of started that way. Um, I was very lucky to get an in and uh, write a column called Serious Fun back in the day on Daily MTG. Uh, that became Command Tower. Uh, I leveled up, you know, career-wise and was working on the marketing side outside magic and then in kind of tabletop retail and I've been able to work on a lot of really cool websites for a lot of cool people over the years. And opportunities, you know, just kind of come as you level up and work in that space. So feel pretty lucky, but it's been really cool to, to get to work on and meet so many of the people that make things cool. Great. Peeler. Uh, yeah, so let's see here. Um, before working at Wizards, I was doing a lot of like editorial work at different websites, a lot of like, you know, these sort of like meme aggregator sites that I was working on uh, fresh out of college. Uh, but sort of at the same time, I was starting to get really into magic from my college days. Um, growing up, I played like every TCG that wasn't magic for a period of time there. Uh, so I'd see people like Stibbs, uh, playing at the lunch tables and I was like, oh, that seems cool, whatever. And then, you know, had a couple of friends in college that wanted to play and immediately got hooked. Um, as soon as I equipped a Loxodon Warhammer to something. So that was, that was pretty <laughs> much it at that point. Um, but yeah, uh, while I was doing that editorial work, um, <clears throat> I saw there was a job listing for a, a community manager for Magic Duels. Uh, so I applied and, and sort of got to work there, uh, taking a lot of the communications work that I had done in college and uh, sort of my social media internet expertise that I had from before and um, just sort of went for it. Uh, so it turns out that uh, 
a good amount of mid 2000s time spent like lurking and posting on message boards and having way too much knowledge of the internet uh, kind of paid off in a weird way. Uh, mm -hmm. And then, yeah, ever since then, I've just been involved in a little bit of everything with Magic social media uh, from duels, a little bit of competitive play. I've done some coverage for uh, professional events in the past. Um, and here we are now. Yep. And Peeler is the second longest Wizards tenured person on our team. I'm I am the longer one. I'm the old person. Yeah. Old man, old man, Blake, old, old man, Blake. That's what that's what they call me uh megan uh so so which one we we want to start with how i became a community manager or how i got into magic either one sure okay uh so as for community management uh i am originally a a small town girl uh living in a lonely world and when looking for people who liked video games and anime and manga and all that really nerdy stuff uh there wasn't really anybody around me so i went online and uh, like uh, very similar to Peeler, I got involved in fan sites and fan communities and, and just like started, you know, learning about like uh, BB code and, and, and moderation and all that stuff. And so I did that all throughout junior high and high school and into college and where I became more involved in like student organizations and stuff like that. And after graduating, uh, one of my friends who ended up working for a video game company was just like, hey, Megan, you like doing a lot of this community stuff and organizing events and helping to facilitate, you know, conversation and community. Uh, so we have a job for that. Are you interested in applying for it? And similar to Brandon, I'm like, oh, I, I can get paid for this. That's freaking awesome. <laughs> so I applied, didn't get it, but they offered me a silver lining position. And as a recent college grad, I'm like sold. Uh, and that's how I started becoming, and that's when I became like an official paid professional community manager. As, as for magic, like all 90s kids, I dabbled at some point, and I know this because my mom found a Tupperware of cards recently. I was like, oh yeah, <laughs> I remember that. Uh, however, my, my, my true, my true, uh, birth as a magic player came when I, um, I was in college and, and, uh, dating a new fella and as we're heading back from lunch one day he's just like hey do you mind if i stop and pick up a pack of zendikar and i'm like what's zendikar like oh it's 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 the latest expansion in magic the gathering have you nerd and i was like oh yeah yeah i've heard of it i've but i've never really played and he's like do you want to learn and me wanting to impress my new fella i was like yeah sure of course uh and then gosh that, that was like 11 years ago and now we're married and i'm working for wizards of the coast <laughs> uh athena man this is so hard because it's just like a, a blast in the past like trying to remember because for me it's been this is basically a cumulative of kind of my entire life um i grew up playing magic with my dad um some of my first memories of playing magic were in a summer camp spread out on a gymnasium floor at my school um, we all had like these little paper play mats and um i was really into trying to cast like giant growths on um, all my creatures so I could sacrifice them to Brexian Obliter Dreadnought, Brexian Dreadnought, the 1212. And I just thought that was the coolest thing ever. Um, and I, <laughs> I kind of was just the kitchen uh, table player for a really long time. Um, in college, there was a Magic the Gathering group and that's where I kind of got introduced to more competitive magic. Um, and then I kind of fell headfirst into the whole, um, I discovered magic online, which I was like, whoa, you can play magic all the time. You don't just have to wait till Friday night magic. 
Um, and from there, I got into the competitive scene. I started streaming. I started getting into magic content creation. I met my now husband. We got engaged at his Hall of Fame ceremony. So it's just been sort of a big part of my life. Um, and it's where I made most of my friends. Um, Career-wise, for prior to this job, I was doing a lot of content creation and video editing for social media. Um, when this position opened up, this somebody was like, man, this is a really hard position to fill because we need somebody who has a lot of competitive magic knowledge, but is also really into content creation. And my name got brought up. They reached out to me and said, hey, do you want to apply for this? Um, so I submitted a resume and then I was kind of shocked when I got it and I was really happy. Um, and yeah, that's how I ended up here. It's not something I expected, but it's been really wonderful. I feel like everyone who's a community manager feels like, like, wow, I can get paid for this. This is sweet. <laughs> uh, yeah, and uh, Athena is, yeah, Athena's another one of those, like, I know she's been around, it feels like she's been around forever, but again, she was fully hired on last fall and, um, but very familiar face and we're glad to have you aboard. Um, so let's get into a few more quick hits. I do want to save time at the end to get to people's questions. Uh, let's start with what's your favorite thing about interacting with the community? And we will start with you, Stibbs. So probably my favorite thing is just how wildly different everybody plays magic is. Like there's a lot of ways people play magic that I don't really like. Uh, I think everybody has preferences, but what what I just marvel is every time I think like okay cool I've kind of seen everything there is to see there's somebody that comes up with like the the like the mono chandra deck that they built and it's like their favorite thing ever and they're really excited about it and it's just not a not a way I've thought about the game before and there's just always a new way to do that uh, there's just something somebody picks up something somebody sees and they just kind of become a champion of that and it's just awesome to see like that kind of passion about something I you know I don't think it at, at all about but it is the biggest part of what makes magic magic for them. Peeler. Uh, so this is going to be a little bit of a bummer, but uh, I really miss interacting <laughs> with people face to face at events. Uh, it's one of the things that we haven't been able to do for such a long time, but just like getting to hang out with people, play commander games, uh, give away random packs and, and goodies and just chat with people is something that I really, really love. Uh, one of my favorite memories actually was from uh, GP Vegas the other year. Uh, where I was able to give an oversized Johnny card away to um, Jackal Costuming, who does like really great, elaborate, like huge Johnny cosplay. Um, so it's moments like that that I, I really, really love, and hoping that we can get back to those soon. Fingers crossed. Okay, Megan. All right. So a part of this alludes to how I got into being a community manager, and it's it's something that I am still to this day extremely passionate about. It's just like in in even before the the advent and the renaissance of social media and when it was you know message boards or or chat rooms is that community and online communities allows people from all over the world and all walks of life to get together and talk about the things they love. And for somebody again, like when I say small town, like my graduating class was less than 100 people so it's like the the only really outlet i had for these passions of mine was to go online and find other and that was the only way that i could find other people like me so it's it's something that i it's it, to me was just so important as part of like my childhood and growing up and you know becoming what i assumed to be an adult 
but it's it's like having those places and bringing those people together to talk about whatever and anything that involves uh, their passions or that they they love like it's it's just it's integral to who i am and was so important to who i've become that i want to make sure that those spaces always exist athena i would say the thing that i love most about our community is how much they care and how into magic they are. Um, I know when I was in like high school and college, it was like really trendy to be apathetic and just be like, oh, whatever, I don't care about this. I don't care. And I was always the type of person when I get into something, I really get into it. And I love being able to like scroll through the comments on an Instagram photo. And there's some person who's written like a two page long rant about some obscure rule change or some obscure character that they think that the, the story didn't like represent them correctly. And they're so into it and they're so impassioned and there's no, it's like a judgment free zone. And I think this is really awesome. Like, I don't think that, um, I think we're really lucky to be able to work with fans who, who love the game this much and, and love the lore this much and are really passionate about it. I mean, those are basically our, uh, you know, offhand conversations in our team <laughs> chat. <laughs> Uh, Brandon. Yeah, I would say, man, my favorite thing would probably be just kind of, I would say the discovery of it all. Like me being a somewhat new magic player, every time that I see someone with a, like a new opinion on magic or like just anything about the game that they want to talk about. And I get to listen to that and I get to see their passion. That makes me curious about, okay, why are you so passionate about this? Uh, can I be passionate about it too? Let me let me learn about it. I'm, I feel like right now uh, I'm absorbing so much about the community and it's, it's, it's exciting basically. Cool. All right. So as I alluded to earlier, 2021 is a, is a big year for us in improving the ways that we communicate with all of you, the ways that we take feedback and all of that sort of stuff. So um, I, I was nice enough to prep the team with this question beforehand, uh, but it, it is a question that we're all kind of looking in at ourselves and so um, I want to know what you all think are the things that we, the us, the six of us on the screen, can do better to communicate with the fans. And uh, it looks like we'll start with Peeler. Yeah. Uh, so I feel like sort of two big things come to mind for me. Um, Magic is a super fast-moving game. We have tons of new and exciting things to share, lots of new products that we're unveiling all the time. And we spend a lot of time making sure that everybody knows absolutely everything that they can know about all the new stuff, basically always. Uh, but one of the things we don't do as good of a job at is sort of communicating and just hanging out in the downtime, you know, like just having some goofs with one another or, you know, actively interacting with a lot of the comments that come in um, and sort of opening the floor for more generalized feedback. Uh, which sort of leads me to my second point, that we don't often set up a lot of time to just sort of like listen, sit back, answer questions, and sort of explicitly gather feedback from other folks. Uh, we do a lot of that sort of behind the scenes. There's a ton of internal reporting that goes on uh, in jobs like ours where we're, you know, looking out and taking screen caps and making sure that other people in the building know like, okay, this is exactly what people are thinking. Uh, but that's not often super explicit with the community themselves. And that's something that I feel like we can work to change uh, in 2021. So one of the things that we're going to start working on is sort of having these open office hours on social media where we just actively field questions and let people speak what's on their mind 
to someone directly. Uh, we can't always promise that we're going to have like the exact answers that everyone is looking for uh, immediately, but we do want to sort of open up that dialogue and act as the conduit here for everybody else at Wizards. You know, we might not always have all the answers immediately, but we are often the kinds of people who know who to talk to in the building. Um, so that's just one thing that I really think I want us to get into a better habit of doing in 2021. So uh, expect to see more on that front. Okay. Megan. Uh, to to that point, I, I, I completely agree that um, sort of like closing that, that feedback, closing the feedback loop, because, you know, in addition to we're, we're always, you know, digesting the information and, and making sure that it gets in front of the, the relevant parties and, and sometimes we're able to call out specifically i i know when working with jay on things like the state of the game or the patch notes being able to go like yes we we we've heard this was something that y'all were interested in seeing more of or wish that we had done or wanted to see added to the game and this this is it we're doing it um but for a lot of the sometimes the smaller stuff or the 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 sort of like again the everyday conversations where sometimes it, it it probably feels like screaming into a void uh beyond that and this has been probably a like a literal like career yearly goal thing of mine since i started at wizards of the coast is doing more of like what i consider this like surpri surprise and delight and those the random acts of kindness uh peeler you 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 mentioned you loved doing it when we could go to conventions you know we're just you're just talking to somebody and being like yeah you know you're cool here have a pack and and as somebody who works on the the digital side of things with with um we can still do that just digitally and and trying to find more Lucky. ways and more opportunities where where it is just like you know what your your silly your silly post made me laugh here here you go have have some some packs have have you know a, a draft token or whatever we can do and, and trying to find ways and more opportunities that we could just like just like you're a good person and we like what you do here's some stuff all right athena what can we do better for me, it's, I just want people to be aware that we exist um, and that we are reading your comments and that like, sometimes I'll be like scrolling around and they'll be like, wow, Wizards really needs to hire some community managers. And I'm like, I'm a community manager and I'm reading your comment right now. Um, and so while it may seem like you're screaming into the void, just because somebody's not replying to you doesn't mean that they don't see it. It doesn't mean that it doesn't get passed along. And I, I mean, I feel like we're all gonna be repeating back kind of the same thing. Um, but it really is just about closing that feedback loop and kind of giving, making the community aware that we're here, that we're your advocates. Um, when you have feedback, a lot of times we echo it internally um, and we fight for the things that you care about. Um, and yeah, I feel like just making that more known and making people awareness go up is, is something we can do a lot better. All right, Brandon. Yeah, I think, um... One thing that we can improve on is uh, doing something like this, actually, you know, showing our faces, saying, hey, these are the people behind the brands. Uh, the way I've kind of been envisioning it would be like, you know, if you are tweeting at, you know, the esports account, you are tweeting at Athena. If you're tweeting at the arena account, you're tweeting at uh, me and Megan. Like, we want to say, or we want to show that there are people behind these accounts that do care and listen and are trying to, you know, echo your thoughts to like uh, the rest of the company and such. So yeah, I think that'd be a good start. Great. 
Stibbs. Yeah, so so it's a little bit different. You know, I don't deal with the necessarily the immediacy of like you're painting somebody on Twitter. You kind of expect an answer right away. That's how Twitter works. Um, but one of the one of the coolest things that I'm trying to work on in terms of what what wizards can do better is is include and be clear with the information that gets out there. Um, so you know, little details like hey, we have double sided tokens in some deck or some sets. Can we show them? Can we list them? Can we make them? Make them just available so you know what's there. Uh, and it's things like that where they they may not be important to everyone, but for the folks they are important to, it's it's awesome to get that information out to them. And it's it's an ongoing process to continue finding those little corners and getting those details kind of ironed out and in everybody's hands. From the community side, you know, I think the 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 biggest thing is uh, you know, there there are always going to be blanks, right? Open questions that people want answers for. When there are blanks, people have a tendency to fill them in. And so just remember that just because somebody's filled in the blank for you with what they think doesn't mean that's true. It just means that they think that. And I think that there's a balance between what you should read into assuming and what you should be looking for from the communications that we deliver. Um, next, I want to jump ahead a little bit on the questions we had planned just because chats touched on it a little bit. Um, and you all alluded to it somewhat in your answers just there. Uh, so let's specifically talk about feedback. If, if fans want to provide feedback and, and not feel like they're shouting into the void, but, but really get feedback to your ears so that it can then be passed on to the right people, what are the best ways to do that? Uh, let's start with you, Megan. Uh, um, <laughs> this is going to be a little spicy, but it, uh, in the sense of, <laughs> If y'all are upset about something, that's cool. That's fine. Be mad about it. And if you want to, if you want to be angry about it and share it on social media or wherever, just so you don't feel so alone, cool. That's fine. Sometimes it is very hard to take those posts, even if we like we agree with the sentiment and 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 present the the, the feedback to whomever we want to get it to, because a lot of times it's just like man i i have a good answer to this but you 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 asked it in such a way that it's just like i, I really can't respond to it so it's just like if you want to be angry cool but it's really 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 hard to turn those posts or those responses into a conversation because it's 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 a lot of times like the impression that i would get it's just like you're 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 angry and that's okay that's fine and we understand but it's it's hard to turn those into a a a discussion or into actionable mm -hmm. feedback uh and and on on the similar like on a a a related note and a lot of times it ends up being a big portion of my job when when it comes to facilitating that feedback is like try and it is it, just like it is it's so valuable when the feedback gets down into some of the the, the specifics and it, it's i think with like one of the things is is just to use an example bring back the historic anthology bundles and like okay but but why why is that important and, and a lot of times throughout the course of the conversation which we're reading and, and and sort of taking notes on it's just like okay yeah it's it's they were only available for a limited time and some people didn't have the opportunity or some of these cards were only available there and the only alternatives is use wild cards and this is getting very 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 specific to arena but it's just like the more the more like when it comes to feedback just being like 
I want more of this is sometimes the, the question is always going to come back to, okay, but why? And, and the more, the more sort of like the, the either the, the, the specifics or, you know, why, why it is important or why you think we would like any that, like, that is just more ammunition for us to bring to whomever, whether it's, it's the mm -hmm. development team, whether it's other people on the communications team, whether it's the organized play team, uh, the, the more, the, the more specific and the more constructive the feedback or the criticism is, that's just more stuff that we can use to, to sort of, um, escalate and emphasize whatever that feedback is. Great. Yeah. I mean, I have a pretty good example of it. it the, the easy way to think about it is we're, we're all human and, Yes, it's our job to look at, at angry comments and something like that. But when something is phrased in a way that is aggressive, I guess it, it's it's much easier for us to dismiss it. So uh, I'll give you an example because it, it just came up. Um, I did a podcast with Shivam recently and uh, he tweeted about it. And then a couple of the responses were just, I'm not going to listen to this because Blake is a liar. And it's like, well, I would love to talk to you about that, but you're already starting off on a premise that I disagree with. So it's just, it's not a conversation for Twitter kind of thing. So I, I think that's yeah. a good point that like, if you really want your feedback to be actionable and for there to be a conversation, um, phrasing it in a constructive way is super helpful. If you want to yell at, at the internet and yell at, uh, we will read all of that stuff too. We just, we just might not be able to interact or, or something along those lines. Um, Athena. Yeah, um, on a practical note, um, there are two email addresses that you might not be aware of. There's esports at wizards.com if you have any um, technical questions about competitive tournaments, if you're qualified for something, if you haven't received an email that you think you should have, that's a good place to start. Um, for the creator program, there's creators at wizards.com. Um, there's also on the arena support, if you're ever having issues with a live event, like a qualifier weekend or an arena open, there's actually a drop down tab so you can get support in a timely manner. Um, I'm going to interject and it's very, 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 very important for something that is time sensitive that you're submitting it to the right customer support queue because those get priority on those weekends. If you just do it as general, it's it may get lost before we have the time to get to it. Yes, it's very true. Um, <laughs> No, I mean, it is. Um, there's also for every um, major tournament, I tend to post a um, event thread on Reddit um, and like on both the um, Magic TCG subreddit and the Magic Arena subreddit. I go through and I read all those comments and replies. So if somebody said like, what if we have a um, request about um, commentary or feedback that we want to give? That's a great place to, to write it there. You can make it as long form as you want. Um, and if it's reasonable and not super rude and not attacking somebody um, and is, you know, constructive criticism, that is something that will get passed along. Um, or maybe, and if enough people say it, then it'll become actionable. Um, yeah, I think those are the best ways to do it. You can also just tweet at us. Leaving DMs is not super great, but um, basically all the accounts are monitored um, normally pretty much all the time. Um, so if you tweet at Magic Esports, I'll see it. Um, and if you tag me, I'll read it. Brandon. Yeah. Uh, okay. So I don't want to go into too much detail because I feel like Megan has already explained uh, a majority of it. But I would say, uh, really, just hone in on the details. If you know, if you say something 
is wrong with uh, this part of the game or whatever, and you just say that, um, I have no idea what you're talking about. If you go into details, give me things like screenshots and stuff like that, I'll be able to say, okay, I totally understand uh, you know, what's going on here. I know exactly who I'm going to pass this on to. Now, it makes uh, my job a lot easier. It makes you know, I don't have to go hunting for you know, any specific person or whatever. It just makes everything a little easier for me. So that would be my thing. Okay, Stibbs? Yeah, so probably the easiest way just to share something that is wrong on like the wizard website or the magic esports website is to tweet at the social handle. Because what happens is, is like Athena or Blake or Chris will see it and then they'll immediately send it to, to me to fix. So that is the fastest way to get a correction. Um, if you have ideas, though, if you're like, hey, have you ever thought about asking about this? Or, you know, is there an opportunity to talk about something deeper? And it's not like a Twitter thing. It's like, you know, hey, get into how the how the frames for the uh, for the call time showcase cards were made. That's an awesome thing. And those are the kind of ideas and questions that you can kind of bubble up through social channels and they'll get passed over to me. You can also just yell at my Twitter account, but honestly, sharing with the community managers is going to be the best way to, to get that feedback passed through and helps keep it organized. Then we have a cool conversation around what we want to do with it. All right. And Peeler. Yeah. So I feel like my colleagues have covered a lot of really good stuff here for you know, general tips on, on getting advice in front of us. One thing that I would add to this is to, when you're engaging in conversation online especially, is to try to talk where lots of other people are talking about specifically the same subject matter, uh, whether that's like a Twitter thread, uh, a Facebook post that's talking about a single thing, or a Reddit thread that's, you know, sort of condensed onto one subject matter. Um, those getting lots of traction and lots of visibility is often more effective at us being able to like surface and uh, explain issues internally than just lots of random one-offs. Um, you know, like we will, we'll read our notifications. We, we see who ats us on Twitter and on all of our different profiles, but it's a lot easier for us to sort of see single condensed uh, threads of conversation where we can sort of point to and say, hey, these are all the different people who are having this specific issue. Uh, and here they are in one place. Um, so uh, sort of counterintuitively, that's also why it's helpful to do extra amplification and engagement work on lots of like people in the community that already have a slightly higher profile, you know? Like if there are content creators that you follow that, you know, even if you haven't necessarily encountered something that you feel super strongly about, but they say something uh, and it's like, ah, yeah, no, like this, this matters a lot to me, I feel that. Uh, if you engage with them, that is all the more reason for all the different social media platforms out there to algorithmically surface those things to us even stronger and faster. Uh, so those are just some, I don't know, hot tips for Twitter or something uh, that could help <laughs> help get you uh, get your opinion out there. Um, uh, so yeah, just I guess generally, it's really hard for us to identify the severity and intent of a comment or a message if it's just like a reply or a comment on something that's totally unrelated to that subject. Mm -hmm. You know, so like, you know, if we're, you know, if, if there's uh, somebody who's having an arena issue and they're sort of like surfacing that as a reply on a random secret layer post, like, you know, the right people might not be seeing that at the right time, or it, it just it can be really difficult to track. So. Yeah, I think generally speaking, try to talk where the talkers are, I think, is, is one thing that I think is really helpful in 
making sure the word gets out there. Yep. All right, I am going to pivot us to questions from chat because we have a ton of them and we've we've used up 45 minutes of the time so far. Uh, it's been good conversation. I'm, I'm glad we're getting this out there and I, I hope people check this out either on the podcast or on YouTube when it comes out later. Or thank you, fine people, for joining us now. Um, so let's get to some of these questions. I will take some of them myself. I'll, otherwise, I'll pitch them to others who have the information. Okay, uh, I'm, I'm literally just taking them in the order that they were written down. So if I'm not getting to yours, I apologize. Uh, when are you going to release information on Magic coming back to LGSs? Some people don't get to play anymore not due to not being able to play in store. We feel you. We feel you big on that. Um, even, even just something like tomorrow's Friday, and every Friday I still think about the fact that we used to have Friday morning team drafts, and um, we don't get to do that anymore, and it sucks. And so here's the thing. We are going to be safe with that sort of stuff, and we're not going to set a time. It's going to depend on the world healing, and it's going to depend on COVID and where that moves and you know there are different regions in the world that are going to handle it differently and going to open up or close local game store play differently and so um i i don't have an information any information for you on that because uh, we just don't know at this point and to that end that's something i want us also to say a lot more this year we acknowledge your question and we don't know the answer um so we're, we're going to do more of that as well um, in regards to the content creator program, who's the current representative? Lots of creators are a little lost on who to contact. Um, so his name is Sean. He is uh, relatively new. He's great. Um, but he's still kind of gathering all the things and, and, and picking up all the things that that job entails. So if you are a content creator right now and you are having issues, please um, on Twitter tag at wizards underscore magic and let us know. And we can kind of route that conversation uh, to Sean as needed. Uh, so which answers the next question, who is the new face of the influencer manager team? Um, I, I think Sean's going to be a little less out there than uh, the previous influencer manager, but he's uh, rock solid and can definitely help you once you get in touch with them if you haven't been able to yet. Yeah, to that end, there are specific channels for a lot of our creators that we can direct you towards. Mm -hmm. So uh, once we know that there is an issue, we will be able to reach out to you privately and say, hey, here's the proper procedure for that. So um, yeah, just make sure to tag and make us be visible on that. Yep. Um, I've got a small podcast and I'm wondering how to get a preview card for a future set. This one is also for me. Um, so the preview plan, we try to build in um, creators from both ends of the spectrums, the biggest of the big, and then also small new upcoming creators. And so there's a couple ways. One is just uh, a lot of people will pitch me directly. And I think that's the best way to do it. And don't just say, hey, I've got a, I'd like a new preview card. That everybody wants a preview card. Pitch an idea, pitch how um, you would like to preview the card. It, that doesn't necessarily mean that needs to be how it ends up, but um, it, it shows your thinking about doing something creative. And then also just 
be awesome. Like we check out a lot of uh, YouTube channels and as channels grow or as Twitch streams grow, they, they end up on our radar because it's it, Sean, the, the person we mentioned earlier, it's his job, it's our job to look for all of that stuff. So keep doing awesome work and you'll get noticed, but you can also nudge us. There's nothing wrong with that. And I want to um, like sort of um, yeah, amend to that too. Like if, if, if you're looking like if, if you, if just saying like, I, I have a podcast, um, something just like I have a podcast that focuses on commander or historic mm -hmm. or something like that, that really helps because when we come to planning those previews, like that really helps us like, because we also want to make sure that when we're giving preview cards, like we, we try to tailor it a bit. So again, to the details, like providing more information about like, hey, or just like, y'all, I'm a, you know, I've been, I, I know we're going back to, to Innistrad. That's when I got into magic. It's my most favorite set ever, stuff like that to help. Like why, why not only are you a good platform, but you're the, a good person for this really helps make those decisions as well. And it might open up more opportunities where there, there may not have, originally been one like with with arena and historic yeah um all right next question um i guess we'll we'll go athena and megan are probably the best two to tackle this question and you may not have a full answer for it but uh will limited ever be a format in mpl and rivals yes i mean it, it it was at Worlds this year, um, oh, last year. I think that there's a recognition that Limited is highly desirable among fans, which is partially where we just had a big, exciting announcement um, this week about Sealed in the um, Arena Opened and the upcoming Qualifier Weekend for Strixhaven. Um, yeah, it, it's definitely something that we want to do. There's some hurdles that we have to get over in order to make it work just by the function of like, we know people really want drafting, but drafting requires a fixed number of people or it requires workarounds to accommodate groups that aren't a fixed number of eight people. Um, and I think that it's more of a one, we want to, these are kind of trial runs. We want to see if that there, that there is the demand. We hear it a lot that people are saying like, Hey, we want to play limited. We want to see play limited. Um, well, now's your chance. You can show us that you want to play limited by actually showing up and playing. And if we can show that the demand is there, then it kind of allows us to make the decision to invest more resources to um, kind of get draft on the table and fix those um, issues that would prevent it from going. Megan has more of an answer on that than I do. <laughs> You're muted, Megan. Oh, muted. muted. You're muted. <laughs> <laughs> Still, still, no, and Megan's gone. Oh, no. Okay. All right. What about now? <laughs> there we are. Yeah. Yeah. No, right. I. You're I no mean, longer unregistered hypercam too. You are Megan again. Nice to have you back. The the rookie mistake of the 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 micro USB cord I've connected to my mic is a little loose. So every time I mm. like jostle anything, it kind of I'm like, and sometimes it recovers and sometimes it doesn't. But anywho, to answer the question, yes, we are doing our first sort of competitive level limited event in MTG Arena, which is we're doing a, a sealed event for the next Arena Open. Uh, the information for that just came out yesterday. So if you're interested in learning more, uh, Sibs, it's on dailyandmagic.gg? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, and uh, and and to to sort of like further what Athena said. Part of me is like, it's not if; it's more of a when. 
And we, we talk about in the art, article, like some of the log logistical limitations, particularly for open events, which is like, we cannot guarantee that the number of interested participants is going to be divisible by eight. But this is, it's, it's an ongoing conversation with our, our organized play team and the arena development team. It's, it's just like, all right, so this is, this is our first foray. It certainly won't be the last. It's just when and how and what needs to uh, get done both like like technically in game and then logistically from an event planning standpoint is is something that we still need to work out. Yeah, and I think great. honestly, um, limited is a really great example of just a lot of times the community will suggest something that will arena will be like, yes, we would love to have that we would love to have competitive um, level open draft events. But just because we agree with you that we want that, it doesn't mean that there's not a lot of hurdles that need to overcome or there's a lot of logistic stuff that needs to happen in between idea and implementation. That takes time and it takes effort and it takes coordinations of lots of different people and departments. And um, so just because you say something and everyone's like, oh, that sounds like a great idea. It doesn't mean we can just snap our fingers and make it happen. Um, and I think that is something that is sometimes missed by the community. It's not that we don't want to do it, it's that it takes time. Yep. All right, I'm trying to get through, I'm, try, I'm, I'm trying to dig up some some of the best questions or comments to get through, because we only have about five minutes left. Okay, I, I do want to do this one. Um, Speed I'm round. Happy you all, yeah, I'm happy you all did this video stream today, because after about 26 years of magic, I was about to walk away from the game. I would love to hopefully have an opportunity to sit down and speak with one of your community managers one day. Um, so, so two things about that. One, you know, we, we hope we hope you don't walk away, but we also know people need to take breaks from magic sometimes. I don't believe there's anyone here on this stream who has not taken a break at some point in time from magic. Um, if you haven't, that's impressive. Uh, but you know, I, I'm as franchised as they came and I did not play for maybe two or three years college-ish time. Um, so uh, first of all, that. Second of all, you know, I, that's one of the goals for us being more transparent and, and talking to all of you is to, is so you can feel like you're hurt and, and feel like um, any frustrations or feedback is heard. Um, so that, and then the other thing is um, sit down and speak with one of the community managers. That's tough. Um, it's, it's, it's hard to have one-on-one -on -one conversations with, uh, everyone. We have, you know, 20 million fans out there and there are, you know, five of us, five here who actually do some of that talking and, and Stibbs does the talking through the website. So, um, you know, we would love to sit down and talk with all of you, but again, uh, you, you know, share, share your thoughts, share your feedback with social media. We will respond as much as we can. Uh, I'm really excited about when we kick off office hours so we can have that really like uh, dedicated time to sit down and talk to all of you. Um, so yeah, those are my thoughts there. Does anyone else have anything you want to add to that? Oh, I did and then I forgot it. Oh. Yeah, and 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 yeah, just like I guess we're just like, hey, when you you're thinking about the the community team for for Magic the Gathering, like this this is it. Am I no, mm -hmm. I had to do it backwards. Stage, I don't whatever. Uh, and 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 we're fairly. I mean, we're we're talking about like this this is it for for uh, um, Magic Online and Magic the Gathering 
uh, arena and Wizards Magic, which covers all of tabletop and esports. And we're talking about Twitter and Facebook and some of the like more popular fan run communities on Reddit and, and Discord. And if I could clone myself, I, I would. Maybe there's some ethics there, but whatever. But it's just like, please, please keep in mind that like we are a fairly so small team, all things considered. All yeah, they're mm -hmm. just like, hmm, maybe not clone all four for my second life as an android, but it's, 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 you, this is it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I want to read this comment just because it's lovely. Hey, guys, just want to say thanks for the amazing things you do. In spite of the mob mentality of being for or against things you do, know that you're appreciated, although our voice is small. Thanks. Appreciate uh, that. That, that does, yeah, that, uh, I won't get into that. Um, ba -ba 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 -ba. <laughs> um, here, here's a good one. So uh, I've seen this comment a couple times. I think it's the same person. Um, but they've said something along the lines of, I'd just like to say that the response stream about the Walking Dead debacle felt extremely dismissive of things I thought were legitimate concerns. So first of all, uh, we, we definitely don't want to, we, we don't ever want people to feel dismissed. I, I see several of you shaking your heads um, because we, we all feel that way. If, if, we, if we make you feel that way, then we haven't completely done our job. So um, for that product specifically and for that stream specifically, you know, all we can really do is share what we're thinking and what our intentions and what our goals are. Um, it, you are absolutely not only free to disagree, but you should, and you should share that feedback with us. Mm -hmm. So uh, this kind of feedback is great. Um, you know, we, we learn lessons every time we do a show like that, that's controversial. And so please keep sharing with that with us. And thank you. And I, I, I don't think any of you, you, none of you were on that show. So I won't throw, I won't throw that one to anyone else. Up, 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 uh, um, let's go. I'm, we're almost out of time. So I want to make sure I want to ask like a really good question that you can all weigh in on. Uh, da, 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 da. <laughs> All right, I'm going to, oh, no, that doesn't quite work. I want to ask one last like, real good question, <laughs> but that also we can answer succinctly. Favorite uh, format, go. Favorite, <laughs> we did get those, we did get those questions. Um, we did. But I'd like, I'd like, let's see. All right. Yeah, we, we don't have time to get into a lot of these. So so how about this? Um, real quickly, around the horn, if people have more feedback, let's, let's do this one last time. I know we kind of went over this before. If people have more feedback, more questions they want to ask you, best way to do it, go real quick, Athena. At Magic Esports. That's me. Brandon. At uh, MTG Arena, or you can hashtag it as well. I'll be looking out for that too. All right, Stibbs. Yell at everyone else and I'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> or or if you just have pitches, if you're like, hey, I'm really curious about X, you can hit me directly on Twitter. Uh, I'm not going to do much talking about stuff, but I'm happy to hear your ideas. Uh, so at wizards underscore magic on Twitter, uh, magic Facebook, 
uh, Watsi underscore community team on Reddit. Uh, private messages to that account are totally cool, and we read every single one of those. Uh, for today in particular, if you have anything that you wanted to get to, uh, reply to one of the tweets that was promoting this show. That's going to be one that I'm mm. actually looking at pretty actively today. So if you want to funnel that in, just drop them right there. Great. Megan? Uh, echoing Brandon with the at MTG underscore arena or hashtag MTG arena. Just to emphasize, boy, does it make our lives so much easier when you are adding at the specific account or using the sort of like designated hashtag for because it just like it makes finding it so, so, so much easier because then I'm not going in like MTG arena or magic arena or magic colon the gathering arena or blah 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 just like it, it, it just please as a like random act of kindness when when you want to kick off these conversations make sure that you're 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 adding us make it easy to find um and then beyond that it's it's uh, i think that's it right. i lost it right there at the end well thank thank you five for coming on so uh athena brandon adam Peeler and Megan are all going to be co-hosting weekly MTG at various points while I'm out. So you will see all of their faces again. Uh, but you, again, you can also see all of them in all those places online um, and, and chat with them. And then hopefully sometime soon, we'll roll out more information about how office hours will work and, and how we can make those more focused feedback spaces for you all. But in the meantime, uh, thank you all for joining us. I'm sorry we did not get to all the questions. We're all word people, so we, we say a lot of words sometimes, and we said a lot of words today. Um, but we didn't get to everything, and uh, we will we will get to every, not every, we will get to as many things as we can. Uh, if you tag us online, uh, we'll hold more shows like this too. We may hold just some shows that are themselves open office hours, where you just come on and ask things, and, and we'll get to them. Um, so uh, we're not trying to ignore your questions. We literally just couldn't get to everything today. So apologies for that. Uh, next week, a uh, couple exciting things happening. So again, the BNR announcement will be on Monday, 2.15. And then the show next week, Steve will be back. And uh, Chris Peeler will be co-hosting that one as we give you a first peek at Strixhaven. A uh, lot of things happening that day. Uh, so make sure to tune in. I'm, I'd say I'd see you next week, but I'm not going to. I'm going to have twins, and I'm going to be gone and probably not sleeping. So thank you all for joining us today, and uh, we'll see you next week. Later. Bye. Bye.